Hey guys, Jennifer LeClaire here back with another episode of the Watchmen Anointing. We're going to dive in deep today. I'm so excited. We've had so many just spectacular guests on. I mean, Dr. Sharon Stone uh, brought a lot and Jane Hammond brought a lot and we've got more to come. But today we have with us Cindy Jacobs, who needs no introduction uh, she travels around the world, really healing nations, prophesying over uh, politicians and celebrities, you name it. She has made such an impact on my life and on the lives of so, so many. She heads the Apostolic Council of Prophetic Elders, her and her husband, Mike, and they travel together. I'm sure she needs no more introduction. I will mention this one more thing. If you have not read her book, Possessing the Gates of Your Enemy, you must pick up a copy of that book. That fueled my early understanding of some of what I uh, walk in and what I teach today. So I want you to just share this everywhere as we bring on Cindy Jacobs. Thank you for being with me today. Hi, welcome to my house. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking today about this book, The Making of a Watchman. That is debuting, and Cindy was kind enough to write the foreword and help me navigate a couple of the trickier issues of the Watchmen and how we communicate some things in a modern age, so I was grateful for that. Um, but, Cindy, let me ask you this just straight off. Now, Chuck Pierce had prophesied, I believe, in 2019 about a new Watchmen movement that was brewing, and now Dr. Sharon, who I know is a dear friend of yours as well in Europe, uh, Dr. Sharon just did this whole series on the Watchmen. I spoke with her and she's prophesying the Watchmen are the Watchmen are coming forth. Um, what are you seeing? Are you seeing more God like really raising up more Watchmen in this hour? And if so, why? Yes. Um, well, the why, that's the second question, but it's the need is so great right now. Uh, literally, we see the potential of civilization shifting. And so, you know, it's it's important that we raise up the watchman. Thank God for what you're doing. I want to encourage everyone to get her book. It is an excellent, excellent book. She's not only a phenomenal writer, she's personable, but, you know, she's she challenges us, but it's just excellent, and it's very biblically sound. So um, that's, she didn't ask me to do that, but <laughs> I just want to promote that. And, uh one thing I see, Jennifer, that is so exciting is the younger generation rising up to watch. And, you know, um, of course, I'm a lot older than you, but, you know, as we, we've watched different waves of intercession, different kinds of intercession, uh, now things are so serious in the world that the Lord is saying, I've got to raise up a continual watch, a greater watch. And uh, people are understanding they can't just pray for their families. They can't just, you know, pray for their the everyday things. They must be prophetic watchmen. In other words, they must ask the Holy Spirit, what do I need to pray about? You know, in fact, when I intercede, there are some things that I pray for every day. But I'd like to just be still in the presence of the Lord and listen. And then all of a sudden, like... Uh, I've been praying for Morocco. <laughs> I've been praying for the M's, Morocco, Mongolia, Mozambique, um, you know, Malawi, all, you know, <laughs> I don't know why. It sounds crazy. I've never prayed for the M's before <laughs> these years, but that seems to be on me. Uh, I've been praying um, and we have it in the, the, we have a Reformation prayer network. And if you, in fact, you can sign up if you want for the um, generals. 
org. We have a, a Shields Up alerts we send out. I don't know if you saw it, uh, but Jennifer knows. Jennifer's part of our um, Council of Prophets of Elders, you know, prophets. And uh, uh, I given a warning and many years ago, in fact, with Bishop Hammond there, uh, I think it was uh, uh, maybe 10 years ago now, the word came out that there was an alliance between Russia, China, and Iran that would form. And so I've just had this warning that we must watch and pray. And that might be jumping a little ahead. Uh, but as you know, um, or some of you may know, that the Russians recently brought their warships within 35 miles of Hawaii. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was like a dress rehearsal for Pearl Harbor. And we scrambled our, our airplanes and fighter pilots and that's also happening off the coast of Alaska. So we've got to watch. You know, you, you need to know geography. You need to pray the news. You know, the news is our report card. How well are we praying for our nations? What are we doing for our nations? Mm -hmm. So anyway, I may be getting a little head. <laughs> no, no, that's that's really good. I saw the alert, the Shields Up alert that you put out. I'm sure many do. Uh, you need to make sure you guys are subscribed. Um, through the Reformation Prayer Network and get all those updates because it, you know, we all have a part and, and, uh, you know, you've been watching for years in the nations, mm -hmm. uh, you know, you've put out many alerts over the nations. And so let's take this a little higher level because um, not everybody is sort of a, a watchman to the nations, but what, what is that? What does it take? It must be quite a task. I mean, I know the Lord wakes me up, you know, three o'clock in the morning, you know, all kind of odd times, but, but how does one, watch over nations? That's a really good question. First of all, be aware. You know what I mean? Be aware that you need to do it. And uh, Jennifer talked about my book, Possessing the Gates of the Enemy, and how just like she does, I would awaken at three o'clock regularly in the morning. Mm -hmm. And I just thought maybe I have an indigestion <laughs> or insomnia. <laughs> But I thought, well, you know, for five days, I can't wake up the same time every day. And so the brilliant person I am realized it could be God. <laughs> and so I asked the Lord what to pray for. And he gave me instructions specifically. And I just prayed what I heard. And then I, as I began to do that, I began to be open to the Holy Spirit speaking to me about nations. Now, you need to understand and educate yourself about nations. But sometimes I remember the Lord spoke to me about Slovakia one time. Well, I'm, I'm embarrassed to say I didn't know where it was at that time. And I have a big globe, you know, so I, I went and, and found it on the globe. And, but I just prayed what I felt the Lord told me to pray. And, you know, no, listen to me, no prayer is insignificant. You know, you can be a watchman and maybe you'll never know. Maybe you'll never know on earth what you did, but you're filling the bowls of intercession in heaven. And the Lord would not impress it on your heart if he didn't need you. That's why this book, The Making of a Watchman, is so important. Because I just sense that there are many of you listening. You are being called even now. And so... You're on a wonderful journey, but you need to educate yourself on this journey. And so then, you know, I so I started hearing and I started praying. 
And then I would go, in those days we couldn't Google, <laughs> we had no Google. <laughs> and, and in the 80s, actually when I first really started uh, praying for healing of nations and things, I had never heard a sermon on healing of nations. When the Lord spoke that phrase to me first in 84, I, I, my preacher daddy never preached on how to heal a nation. You know, it was, I didn't know you could heal a nation. I didn't know nations could really be sick, you know? And uh, so it was such a journey for me to to pull out of scripture all of these things that God says about nations. And many of us do not understand that one day when we stand in heaven, we're going to be responsible for our nations, right? Jennifer, I mean, there's a judgment of nations. Mm-hmm. We don't really, I don't really understand what all that will be. You know, I mean, the Bible isn't real clear about it. We know he'll judge how we take care of the poor, you know, for one, things like this. But when God has either, uh, you've been born a place, or it could be that that God and his purposes and his economy has you, had you immigrate, say, to the United States or some other nation, then he gives you, it's like you have a missionary call there to pray. And, you know, I know many Latinos have come in and, and uh, Portuguese-speaking Haitians, you know, people from wow. other. And it's because we need you. You know, it's because God has done this uh, for his purpose and economy. So in 84, I began to notice hardly any churches had prayer groups. There was a few grannies in the back room, you know, thank God holding everything together, you know, but it was startling to me. And and as I was trying to call around, as we began gathering generals to pray, there were, I would say, well, could I speak to your prayer leader of major ministries? And they go, well, we don't really have a prayer leader. We have somebody that might pray of our prayer partners. I said, well, let me have them, you know? And uh, it was, so unknown and i mean i know like today we have uh juana griffin who is our full-time prayer leader she prays for us every day she mobilizes we have um five separate prayer teams that come through during the week and we have they pray uh once a month 24 hours every day and so it wasn't until we mobilized to that level that we weren't getting pounded (laughs) so I just want to say to you that this is probably, it's such an important subject. And it, let me speak to the younger generation, maybe you're a teenager, maybe you're in your 20s, 30s. Listen, this is your hour. I, I was just with uh, Lou Engel a week before last in Colorado Springs with uh, David Kim and the Contend. Uh, is, Lou Engel gave the call to David and his wife, I think Audrey, and uh, they they mobilize like you can't believe it. Red, yellow, brown, black, and white. They have gotten a wonderful prayer army together, and they're just fighting in the heavens and praying and decreeing over nations. And I think that's a type. In fact, I just want to pray for you a moment, Father. I pray for the younger generation, Lord for the watchman anointing right now. I pray for the older generation that you will find the younger generation and that God will knit you together in Jesus name. Amen. Well, I think I've gone completely off your <laughs> No, not not at all. 
that that's so brilliant. I love what God is doing in the prayer movement in in the earth with contend and with others. It's just fascinating to me how you know God is really impressing on that younger generation. You know, when when I was younger, people we didn't want to pray. Like I had to come. The Lord had to tell me. You know, you know, make prayer your life's work. I said, what does that even mean, God? You know, I'm a writer. What do you mean? But I remember with regard to nations, um, it was probably 15, 16, 17 years ago. And I had a, I just, I just wanted to see revival in America. So I said, Lord, I said, give me your burden for America. Give me your heart for, give me your burden for, I want a prayer assignment for America. God, would you just give me some prayer intelligence for America? And he said, no. And I said, what do you mean? No. He said, I've not called you to pray for America at that level in the season. I said, well, who, well, but I want to pray for nations. Like we'll, we'll give you some nations. And he said, I'll give you Antigua and Barbudos. And I said, <laughs> I don't even know where this is. And so like every real prophet, I, have, I had a map on my wall. Every prophet has a map on their wall somewhere in their house or in their office. And I'm trying to find these nations on the map and I could not find them. And finally I saw these little tiny specks and I said, Lord, he said, this is where you're starting. Don't despise the day of small beginnings. And so for some of the younger ones out there, you know, realize that God might not give you China to pray for right off the bat. He may, he may, but he might not. He, the Bible says if we're faithful over little, he'll make us rule over much. So today I'm going into nations and, you know, following in some ways in Cynthia's footsteps, trying to prophesy over that land and and see it healed and build and plant and grow. And so, yeah, but it's a, it's a journey. The watchman is a challenging position. I think in the body of Christ, I think people love prophets more than watchmen and some watchmen are prophets, but not all, you know, some, some watchmen are not prophets, but the, the watchman can come with that word. That's just like, nobody wants to hear it because it's a warning and we want to hear all the good stuff. So (laughs) what do you think is, what do you think are the biggest challenges in that watchman role? Like what are the, what are the, what's the, the hard part? Cause it's, it's fun to watch and see what the Lord's doing, but, um, even that can be challenging. Well, you know, uh, let me just back up just a minute when you were sharing about yeah. God gave you Barbados and Antigua, um, uh, uh, in the Caribbean. And, uh, uh, but you know, when I was like in my twenties and thirties, you know, I would kneel down by my bed when my kids were little. Of course, I was already preaching some of my 30s. And I would pray for nations like Argentina and different nations. And I mean, little did I know that those nations I was sowing intercession into, God would give me great authority there. In other words, I, I plowed those nations in intercession before I ever put a physical feet on the land. And so... In a way, I knew them in the spirit, and this is going to sound maybe unusual, but it gave me favor. I mean, when I would go these nations, I would have crazy favor. You know, uh, I remember uh, when I first went to Argentina in 1990, uh, when I got there, they said, don't think that uh, you're going to be received here. No woman has ever been received here before. And, and I thought, well, that's encouraging. (laughs) I don't know, 39 or something, 39. And so, you know, and, and, uh, uh, you know, they just, I mean, it was like every negative thing was said about, and nobody knew me. I'd written possessing the gates yet, you know, but God had sent an angel to one of the young prophets 
who had gotten on a bus and went from church to church to church telling them a woman was coming to Argentina and described me. Oh. I mean, it's like, don't think that when God calls you to place, he won't advertise. You know, he, he does advertising like you can't believe. And so it was completely full when I got there. It was so packed at this seminar that people had to stand and every every hour some would stand and some would sit and i began to teach on helium nations now i went from kind of kindergarten to graduate school <laughs> yeah. i mean i hadn't had the opportunity to really see if all this i knew on helium nations would work but it did and god turned the nation around but i had i had gained that on my knees you see and so uh, being a watchman is very, very important. You know, I always remember when God called me as a watchman. And the Bible says in Ezekiel 3 that God made Ezekiel a watchman to the house of Israel. He made watchmen. God makes watchmen. I've been working on this book for years, The Making of a Watchman. I'm so excited because it just came out. The Making of a Watchman, Practical Training for Prophetic Prayer and Powerful Intercession. This is one of the most important books I've ever written. It's going to teach you so many things about standing in that role, functioning in that anointing. You know what? This isn't just for prophets. Jesus told believers to watch and pray. This is for all of us. And in this hour, God is raising up a new breed watchmen, a new generation of watchmen who don't just watch for demons, but watch for the glory. Amen. Watch for angels. We want to be 360 degree watchmen watching in the spirit for whatever is going on and reacting and responding accordingly. I'm so excited about this book. Cindy Jacobs wrote the forward. This is kind of a sequel to the making of a prophet. If you read that book, the making of a prophet and you liked it, you're going to love this brand new book. I want to tell you the chapters just really quickly so you get a taste of it. We also have a new course on schoolofthespirit.tv, schoolofthespirit.tv slash watchman. And you can go over there and you can get a discount on the book and get the course. Here's the chapter headlines, uh, calling all watchmen, discerning the call of a watchman, the role of a watchman, the warning ministry, Cultivating a Watchman's Eye. You're going to love that. Engaging with angel and demon watchers. That's strong. Watching for the King of Glory. I love that. Practical ways to watch. Sounding the alarm and blowing the trumpet. That deals with how you actually release the warning. Watch and pray. The watches of the watchmen. You need to know because God will shift things around for you sometimes. Watch and pray. Uh, the Watches of a Watchman, Pitfalls for Watchmen. There's several of those. And a word about false watchmen. And what is so awesome about this book is at the end, there's a whole chapter on watchman activations. I want you to get a copy of this book. You will not be sorry. You're going to love every page. Cindy Jacobs has said, you know, so many people asked her about the watchman anointings for so many years. She said she wished that she had this book to recommend to them. This is for you. You asked for it. It's here. Get the book, get it on Amazon or go over to my website, schoolofthespirit.tv. Take the entire course. I'm going to be going deeper than we find in the book. Get the book. You're going to get two complimentary resources. They're going to equip you to stand in God's special role, calling, anointing, mandal, mandate, and mission for your life. I'll see you there. God bless you.
Charles Finney said, or it's attributed to him, that a word that falls in unprepared hearts only hardens it. So one thing that you learn um, as you grow in your watchman gift, which is also prophetic intercession, you learn how to pray before you share the word with someone. You don't just go blurt it out, you know, the economy is crashing tomorrow and you, you know, or whatever. And it should never be accusatory. You shouldn't come at him and say, it's your fault. You didn't call the prayer or whatever. You want to be able to evangelize the heart of the person you're speaking to. And sometimes, you know, you don't say, thus saith the Lord. You can say, look, I've been praying about this and this is a massive burden um, that you know, that, you know, the church is under great attack or, you know, or there's witchcraft or whatever. And so we have to learn to be skillful as a watchman and, and give whatever we have with honor, share with honor. It doesn't mean you can't be straightforward, but, but, uh, and it depends on the person. You see, it's very useful as a watchman and you're sharing the word also to use the discerning of the human spirit. Because if, you know, the person you're sharing with, you know, if, if the heart isn't prepared by the Holy Spirit, you know, they may not listen to what you say at all. So you want to give a clear sound. You want to blow the trumpet and it be, it be exactly what can be understood. You know, they blow the shofar, as you know, Jennifer, and the times of battle um, in uh, ancient Israel, and every every sound had you know a meaning. In other words, this is the call of the battle. This is you know whatever this these things mean. And so we've got to be like that. We want to be a trumpet of the Lord that skillfully is a watchman. So you want to hear the word. You want to be a doer of the word. You want to share the word. And then what will happen is you will develop such a reputation that you can even shoot straighter. I mean, you know, sometimes people think, oh, I feel like I'm having to dance around this, you know. But, but if you will share with honor and respect, there will come a time you can just say, oh, listen, you know, pastor or, you know, whatever the government leader, I'm, I'm very concerned. Uh, you've got to watch about this alliance. You know, I've sent words into administrations. Um, for instance, God spoke to me, and you know this, Jennifer, because you're part of the Council of Prophets, but um, about uh, Chinese Pearl Harbor. And, and I really believe with all my heart that this COVID it, is a Chinese Pearl Harbor, whether it was just done by the demonic or whether it was planned. It, it came in in a way that really brought destruction to the economy and destruction of lives and things like that. And so we have got to be skillful, make sure we listen, and make sure that God can interrupt us at mm -hmm. any moment of any day. And I know you know this. I mean, you know, these things that happen at night, oh, God bless my husband, Mike, you know, Jennifer knows Mike, but you know, I might wake him up and this has really happened in the middle of the night. I go, Mike, Mike, 
there's a terrorist attack being planned, you know, on uh, a bomb, you know, on a plane from London. And we got to pray right now, you know, so he kind of like barely gets an eye open, you know, rolls over, <laughs> gives me his hand, you know, okay, here's my hand. And I'm praying and I bind that violence and that's not going to happen and let it be discovered or whatever. And, and uh, <laughs> then he just, amen, and rolls over and go back to sleep. But I had my agreement. It's wonderful. But, you know, if you don't have someone, that's fine. God will hear your prayer. But it was uncovered, you know, and that's happened to me many times, you know, many times. So, you know, a watchman gets SOSs. A watchman, you know, will suddenly, just like like you wrote in your book about how they would watch, you know, and on the walls of the city and and see the enemy coming. Well, that's what we do. And the more you yield yourself, to the Holy Spirit, the more you give the Holy Spirit the right to at any moment, you know, uh, show you or wake you up or whatever, the more frequent it will happen, the more frequently it will happen. <laughs> yeah, and, and that, that probably some people are like, oh, wow, you know, because I know when the Lord used to try to wake me up in the middle of the night, I didn't realize it was the Lord. It was kind of like, you know, Samuel with Eli, you know, the Lord's calling me and I didn't recognize that, you know, so I had to find books like yours and Bishop uh, Bill Hammond and to figure out what in the world's going on with me here. Um, I'll mention this because we're talking to a lot of the young um, uh, watchmen and prophets who I adore and um, Dr. Michael Brown, when I worked for Charisma, when I was editor of Charisma, I had a lot of contact with Dr. Michael Brown. And, you know, he's a he, he shoots straight. And he says it. Yeah. And I would send him some of my articles sometimes because I wanted because Steve Hill was one of my mentors a long time ago. He passed away. Then Dr. Brown sort of took me under his wing with the media side. And I would sometimes send him articles to say, you know, is this too hard? Is this too straight? And he would, he, would, he would sometimes, you know, say, well, change this or change that. Or sometimes he would say it was fine. But he said this to me one time. He says, you know, Jennifer, he goes, when I was 30 years old, I couldn't say the things that I can say now when I'm 50. You know, and, and, and when I'm 70, I'll, I'll be able to say things that I couldn't say when I was 50. So, you know, we, we grow in our, because of the honor, because of the diplomacy, because of, you know, handling the word skillfully, we do grow in our reputations over time. And it does take time. I don't want the young ones to be frustrated if they don't get maybe the acknowledgement that they feel they deserve because God acknowledges them. And the angels are warring with the decrees that they're releasing and they're doing a great work. It doesn't matter if people don't yet know that people will know you. God will raise you up. He will exalt you in due time. And so I just want to encourage those young ones out there because I know when I was coming up in all this, um, you know, I would get warnings and I would go to the apostle of the church and, and the warnings were accurate, and, but it got to the point where, because I never came with a solution, I never came with a prayer strategy. When he saw me coming, he's like, okay, no, no, not now. I know she's got a prophetic word about some kind of warning. So I had to learn how to work with leaders. I had to learn how to release a word in a way that was diplomatic and didn't scare people, but brought hope because God's got hope. And, you know, I learned a lot of that from you. So, you know, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. And I think the house of prayers that, that are being raised up across the nation are so important. And uh, because you can immediately, you know, jump in an intercession and and uh, and make your decrees and things like this. So I just want to encourage those who are called to the house of prayer. Isaiah 56, 7 
and and uh, that that this is a time for you. And I just want to prophesy because I feel there's someone watching that you've been praying about starting a house of prayer. And I just say, just do it. You know, God will help you. And faith is always in the red. You know, a lot of times people say, well, I just don't have the money. But if the 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 money will follow the vision, I remember uh, I got a call from. Um, a uh, young man, well, he's not as young now, Jason, who who has the David's tent in Washington, D.C. And he said, mm -hmm. I feel like I'm just supposed to put up on the mall in Washington, D.C., you know, a time of 24-hour intercession. And he goes, but it's going to cost. He named, you know, three figures. That was big, you know. And I just said, well, just do it, you know, just do it. And those I know very well. Sometimes I'll say, just pull yourself up by your bootstraps or put on your big boy pants and just do it, you know? And now he's famous and he's done so much wonderful, wonderful prayer in David's tent and weathered all kinds of political things. Mm -hmm. So, you know, um, there, you, there, you have to, as a watchman, there's many times that sometimes people are called just to pray in their house, but we're seeing now where a generation, and you know this, Jennifer, so well, a generation, God is expanding them and requiring more, you know, more to to uh, call together others and, and to do seminars on this. And, and I really know that out of your book, The Making of a Watchman, you know, you'll develop seminar materials and many people, they'll be able to teach this. It's time for those in our generation and then the younger ones, even uh, Jennifer's, to reteach the things we learned, you know, the things even we taught in the early 2000s, you know, uh, and so forth. It's time to teach that to the next generation. I agree. I remember Dutch, uh, Dutch Sheet spoke to me one time, and this was a few years ago, and he said he was going to start writing very simple books on prayer because most of what he'd written was so sophisticated. It was for a more mature audience. He said, I'm going back and because a lot of these people coming up, they never had that teaching and training. And so that is a spot on word, Cindy. And I just so appreciate all of the wisdom. It just makes me want to go pray. I'll probably go pray when I get off this broadcast. But um, is there anything else that you want to share? You know, the only, I'll say this, and this is not a, um, this is not an invitation or to put you on the spot. I'm not trying to get a word. You prophesied over me one time, right before I became editor of Charisma Magazine. It was the only time I received a prophetic word directly from you. And you said that I was entering into a season of crazy favor. And that was probably eight or nine years ago. And I'll tell you that that season has not ended. That season has continued. And so I wanted to thank you for that. But did you want to share anything with the audience um, before, and I release that crazy favor for people all the time, by the way, I just say, Cindy released it over me and I'm releasing it over you. Uh, but is there anything you want to share with the, with the viewers today? Any last final words of encouragement or anything I asked, didn't ask you that I should have asked you? Well, I do <laughs> want to pray for you and, uh, Jennifer, you know, I just see that God is going to use you to be like a mother of this watchman movement, you know, even as I, you know, 20 years before you began was, you know, doing some of this, but, but the Lord just is showing me that for you, that as I said, seminars and, and what I see is you developing materials that other people are going to teach. In other words, there'll be this wonderful 
you have some of it built already, but the Watchman's Network. And I want to say to those uh, listening and watching, this crazy favor, as we said, is God wants to give it to you. And it's not something that is just only for one person. But see, the thing is, Jennifer believed and mm -hmm. she moved on. If you if you if if you are get crazy favor or whatever, you have it. It's favor is a treasure. It's just absolutely treasure. Spend it when God tells you and don't spend it when God doesn't tell you to. You know, it is your treasure. But but she used it. You know, you know what I'm saying? It's like she had it. It's like having a key in your hand, but you don't put it in and unlock a door. And so she moved out. She began the house of prayer. You know, she 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 moved out with charisma. She used her talents in writing. Then that gave her favor on another level. And then God mm -hmm. called her out of that to do another thing yet. And so, Father, I pray for the strategies, not the favor to come and then the faith to move ahead with what God has called you to do. And I thank you for the finances. So we see favor, faith, and finances. So you can accomplish what God has called you to do as a watchman. Amen. God bless you. Amen. Amen. Cindy, thank you so much. I know this has been a real blessing to everyone who's watching from the nations of the earth. And I know that the watchmen are going to rise up and please go uh, join up with her Reformation Prayer Network. Please go get her new book that's coming out in the next few months. I think November, Reformers Arise right. from Destiny Image. Please get that and uh, track with her because she does a Dateline show, Prophetic Dateline, on her page, and it will bless you. She's got cutting-edge voices on there, young and old, and they are releasing a lot of great revelations. So again, Cindy, thank you so much for being with me. Well, that was tremendous. Cindy Jacobs never ceases to amaze me. Such tremendous wisdom. My gosh, my gosh, my gosh. I want to remind you of the book that she endorsed, The Making of a Watchman. Uh, she said to me, um, well, I think she wrote it in the forward as well, that she wished that there was a book like this out uh, when she was coming up and when people would ask her, you know, where can I find a resource on this? I'm surprised that she never wrote this book, but I know that a lot of the concepts are probably woven through a lot of her books as well. She is a real mother in the faith. She has encouraged my heart. I hope she encouraged yours. Remember the webinars, remember the book. You can find the book and the webinar schoolofthespirit.tv slash watchmen. And there's even a watchman t-shirt. So thanks for joining us. This was such a special time for me. I hope it was for you too. God bless you. You know, there's never been a more critical time for the watchman's anointing. And God wants that anointing to rest upon you. How do I know that? Because Jesus told us to watch and pray. Many of us pray, but fewer actually watched. You know, after Chuck Pierce prophesied a new watchman movement, I spent a year in London teaching people how to operate in the watchman anointing. I developed this course now to help you. If you want to understand times and seasons, if you're tired of getting blindsided by the enemy, if Jesus' words to watch and pray inspire you, this course is for you. You know, many people reject watchmen. Why? Because it seems as if many times we're warning of enemy attacks, but somebody's got to do it. I understand you. I've been walking in the watchman's ministry now for 20 years, and God is calling watchmen forth 
in this very critical hour in the nations of the earth. You're going to learn about the critical role of the watchman, what that means, how to discern if you're called as a watchman. You're going to learn about the protocols for releasing words of warning paired with words of hope. You're going to learn uh, how to pray as a watchman. I'm going to teach you activations. There's going to be so many lessons in this course and in the book. I want you to get involved in this at schoolofthespirit.tv slash watchman. You're going to learn so much. The role of the watchman, the warning ministry, how to cultivate a watchman's eye, the watchman's watches, watchman pitfalls, discerning false watchmen, engaging with demonic watchers, watching for the king of glory. Hey, that's something else. Cindy Jacobs has endorsed this as well as many others who have been standing with me as I roll out this revelation in the nations. Get the book, take the course, power punch, one, two, there's so much there for you. God wants to use you. He wants to open your spiritual eyes. He wants to put that mantle on you or perhaps even launch you forth into the nations as a watchman. Check it out, schoolofthespirit.tv slash watchman. I'll see you there. Thanks for listening. Please give us a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts and share this with your friends. Find the show notes at jenniferleclair.org slash prayingthenews. Please join the Awakening Prayers movement. Be part of the solution. Until next time, keep praying the news.